you know, people talk about there being some type of light that you were moving towards. Was there anything like that in your experience? Yes. Or is it light, darkness? Uh, light, I cannot explain. Very bright. Very bright and very calming. Uh, very, very beautiful. You know, uh, at the same time, there's all the colors, mm -hmm. but uh, it's white. But there is all the colors in it. It's beautiful. Okay. Right. Hello again, friends and fellow true seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types like I definitely am, to ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. Ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. And as part of that effort today, I'm happy to introduce and bring to you a special guest. Her name is Grace Ghanem, and as part of our interview, which follows here in just a second, you'll hear all about Grace and her biography, but I'll just give you a quick heads up. She talks about a near-death experience. She talks about numerology. She's a very accomplished painter, as you'll see, and so she deals a lot with colors, and she talks about how those have impacted her life and how they were part of her near-death experience. And just so you're not trying to scribble all this down, Grace's bio and the links to her Instagram account where she has beautiful paintings will all be in the show notes for this. And also, as a special treat, this is going to be a YouTube interview. So right now, obviously, you're listening to this as a podcast, but it's also up on my YouTube channel. And that link will be also in the show notes. But just real quick, my, my handle is at MikeNicholas-Unleashed. That's simply at MikeNicholas-Unleashed. If you search for that on YouTube, you'll find my channel where I'm posting videos now as I do podcasts with uh, guests who are, who are willing to be interviewed. So the interview follows. Hope you enjoy it. And I'll wrap it up after the interview. It takes about uh, 40 minutes or so, but it's well worth it. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Unleashed podcast and YouTube version of it. I'm really happy today and pleased to have Grace Ghanem as my guest. And I just want to tell you a little bit about Grace before we get started. You can see she's behind a very beautiful painting, which I suspect that's your own painting, right, Grace? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Grace is Lebanese. Grace was born in, help me if I don't pronounce this correctly, Grace, Lafed? Lafed. Lafed. Okay. Grace was born in Lafed, which is a small town in the mountains overlooking Biblos in Lebanon, which is a beautiful and very famous city. And during her time at the university, and Grace, I'm going to ask you to pronounce the university for me because I'm sure I'll screw that up. What, what was the university? Yes, it's a French university. Uh, université Saint-Esprit. Translate means um, uh, the uh, Holy Spirit uh, University. Okay, thank you. So Grace attended University Saint-Esprit and... She mentions here that she would navigate her car around bomb craters and under artillery fire to attend her classes before going back home to her quiet, her quiet little town. Grace, I assume this was during the Lebanese Civil War. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Okay. In the 80s. So that contrast helped shape her versatile designs and styles in both her paintings and architectural designs. 
So after earning her Bachelor of Arts in Interior Design and Master's in Graphic Design, Grace worked for several years in Beirut with several iconic clients, such as the Brut-based Lebanese Broadcasting Corporation International and the renowned playwrights and composers of the Rabani Group, among many others. Just interrupt me if I screw this up, Grace, okay? <laughs> From 1972 to 1997, Grace relocated to Kuwait and helped execute a series of high-profile design projects for the government of Kuwait. And upon completion of those projects, Grace returned to Beirut. Shortly afterwards, Grace started teaching graphic design at College Central in Juni, as well as Notre Dame University uh, is in Louise. Is that correct? Yeah, Louise. <laughs> Louise. Okay, Louise. until 2006. Aside from her hectic schedule as an instructor, Grace designed several notable architectural projects during that period, such as the Maronite Patriarch Cardinal Bashara Ray's Church. Did I say that right? Yes, he is still the patriarch of the all Middle East and Antioch, from Turkey till the whole Middle East. He is the you patriarch. Did you design now. the Did you design the church? Yes, Saint Rafka oh, wow. Church. Okay, Saint Rafka Church, and Grace's artwork was also exhibited in the. You'll have to pronounce the museum for me, Grace. I'm sorry, Paul. Paul Paul Giragosian. So her artwork was exhibited in the Paul Giragosian Museum of Contemporary Art three times. In 2003, Grace's work was selected for the International Architectural Biennial in Rotterdam, Netherlands, and was the only Middle Eastern art to be selected to exhibit her concept and project on mobility and infrastructure. I'm going to ask you to tell me more about that later. Okay, that's pretty cool. While with the CDC and guitar, Grace designed and supplied the entire artwork displayed in the St. Regis Hotel in Doha, along with several other large-scale projects in the heart of Doha. Her paintings have been exhibited in New York, Miami, Boston, Paris, Doha, Kuwait, Beirut, Rotterdam, Berlin, and Sydney, with more cities in store for 2024. So with all of that, which is amazing and very impressive... I just want to explain why we're talking because I didn't I didn't want to talk to you so much about art, but we happened to meet at a, a Masonic social event, and I was talking to Grace, and she's had some very interesting spiritual experiences, and so my interest was was immediately piqued in talking to her about some of the things that she had experienced, and that's what I was going to ask Grace about today. So, Grace. First of all, all that is amazing. And secondly, can you basically initially tell us what led to your first spiritual experience? Um, yes. Um, uh, since I uh, I was born in the mountains of uh, Biblos, uh, uh, where I was born, um, there is uh, there was a saint for, uh, near my house. In his house is near my house, so I was uh, really in a very religious uh, area. Uh, his uh, his name is uh, Brother Estefan, and also the near village there was Saint Cherbel, 
he is a worldwide famous uh, saint of his miracles until now he's doing miracles every day every day he's he has healing uh, powers uh, you know you cannot imagine every day he's healing at least one or two still we can read about them uh so i was born in this uh mood and i was so close to my grandma so uh i found that uh, there is um, a strong connection uh, with everything around me with nature and uh, there's a superpower that um, since i was uh, a child uh that if i ask for help i uh, i always get a response response back so um when you so when you I say was, you asked i'm sorry when you said you asked for help you asked for help from whom from saint charbel or from god or from whom before i i didn't know god i used to ask for from saint charbel everything whatever i uh, i ask uh, always uh, it was uh, he response uh, he response i can uh, i can feel that he he was near me and around me all the time so um, so when i was uh, 18 um, i had uh, i uh, Uh, the the bus uh, on the highway i was hit by a school bus on the highway so uh, i uh, i passed through this tunnel and i had an exam that day because that's why i couldn't see very well because i did not sleep the, the, the whole night before so i crossed the road and i was hit by the bus so uh, when i uh, when i was hit in the bus uh, immediately i uh, yeah fainted and i went in that tunnel uh, and it was extremely beautiful uh, lights which uh, i never saw before uh, i loved it there and i didn't want to come back and there was no fear there was no fear it was only blissness and i just need to uh, to know what's this uh, and i uh, also felt how trivial uh, how nonsense is the life that i was living you know i was worrying about my exams i was worrying about uh, this i was worrying about this and i forgot everything which is behind i uh, and i felt it's very nonsense uh and all of a sudden i came back and my journey started i started to ask very big questions very big questions there's something out there i need to know grace grace can i can i ask you a little bit more about the the near death experience were you in the hospital when this happened or where were you physically do you know um physically i was uh, they took me on the way uh, to the hospital all this happened on the way to the hospital do you, do you, do you know if you were clinically dead or or do you know what how, how badly were you hurt 
uh, I was injured in my head. All uh, there was all stitches here uh, mm -hmm. to the back, and my knees, my uh, my shoulders, uh, my neck. Everything uh, was hurt. Uh, but uh, because um, and this is maybe 40 years ago or no uh, less 35 years ago so there wasn't uh, that uh, very good uh, knowledge for if I uh, we did not ask this uh, you know, the doctors about that okay did you but it was a very long period and you know, it was uh, it was maybe I fainted for uh, forty-five minutes. Oh wow! So you were experiencing this for about forty-five minutes. The the sensation yeah. of being. Would you say that you felt that you were outside of your body or someplace else when this was happening? How would you describe yeah. that? Yeah, I uh, I used to see everything. What's happening? How they are holding me? I. Uh, uh, you know, I saw everybody. I saw everybody, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't speak. This is the first. The first. Uh, you know, when I was hit, I saw them how they carried me and how the people reacted, and I was very uh, sorry how nobody has uh, was passionate. They were treating me as if I'm nothing. Uh, there was no passion. There was no love. I said, why? Why uh, they uh, hate me? I did not do anything. Why they are doing like this? So, But I couldn't speak. I was seeing them, what they are doing. But would, would, I, you, would you say that you, could, you were seeing from above, or what perspective were yes, you seeing it? No, from, from above. above. I can see them from above. Okay. And uh, I can see my body, but uh, I was very sorry, and I wanted to cry of uh, you know why this is happening. There was no love. There was no, uh, uh, and people are passing and seeing me on the on the floor lying, and nobody cares except the one who are holding me and take me to the hospital. So. Mm. Uh, but after that, after maybe uh, time, then I went to the tunnel. I did not see anyone, any human on the on the ground. I was so. Tell me, tell me more about the tunnel. The tunnel is um, uh, colors that you don't see here. You cannot explain. Although I work in the green color all my life, <laughs> I I work. In Color, but you can't imagine it's out of this world. It's something very beautiful and very calming and very inviting. And uh, there's no fear. You know, I felt I want to keep on going there because uh, after I saw them, how they treat me when uh, many people were passing, as if there's nothing uh, happened. And no, there was no compassion so I felt and you know, I want to stay there I don't want to come back and the weird thing that's I don't know why I did not um, 
uh, I did not think of my parents, I did not think of my brothers and sisters, I didn't think of anyone of my family. I don't know why this, till now, I cannot explain it. I did not think of anybody. I was happy that I was leaving. Mm. And uh, happy with the colors, happy with the calmness, with everything around C could me. You, could you hear anything? No, I didn't hear anything. And, you know, people talk about there being some type of light that you were moving towards. Was there anything like that in your experience? Yes. Or was it light, darkness? Uh, light, I cannot explain. Very bright. Very bright and very calming. Uh, very, very beautiful. Uh, no. Uh, at the same time, there's all the colors. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's white. But there is all the colors in it. It's beautiful. Okay. That's that's uh, that's incredible. But it, it tracks with many other people's description of that type of experience. So I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So please, <laughs> please continue with that. Uh, yes, and uh, and then I uh, I woke up in the hospital and. Uh, and I was in pain and all of them, uh, my family were uh, next to me and they are smiling, what happened, what, uh, whatever, you know, that's mm -hmm. it. Okay. So tell me, tell me more, a little bit more about that perspective that you mentioned that things of your life or things here on earth seemed insignificant. Can you tell me more about that feeling? Yes, everything uh, looks, uh, looked, uh, you know, the people, when I was watching them, how they are carrying me, I, uh, I, I was very like, sad, very sad, you know, the way uh, people are thinking, uh, you know, there's no, I said it before, and there's no compassion, there's no love, there is no uh, care, nobody cares about anybody. I was uh, so upset, and I was happy that I was leaving. I was happy. And I felt, you know, why am I worried about anything? I must not worry, this is nothing, this is very uh, nonsense things. <laughs> That's why I said, uh, oh, my God, I don't want to go to school anymore. It is nonsense. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I, but when I came back, I went to school and I did my exams and <laughs> went back to everything. Yeah. And everything did, did that. Did that experience immediately change what you thought was important afterwards or did you just go back to the way things were i just uh, i just wanted to know uh, uh what is this and i start reading and i start uh, uh i want to uh, and i started i don't know if i can say it um, a quest to know what's happening and then I found like, a thread of uh, geometry, and, uh, and it's all connected to, with uh, geometry, numbers, uh, 
So uh, I uh, so I uh, decided to do architecture in, uh, in French, uh, architecture interior, interior architecture. So I started it and did it. But while I'm doing it, my brother, which was my soulmate, died in a car mm. accident. And uh, this was a slap on my face. I uh, it was very hard for me to accept uh, to accept uh, living without him. And uh, but at the same time, I was saying no. When I wanted to leave this world, I felt very beautiful. So I must not be uh, sad or angry for him. I have to pray for him to pass uh, smoothly. Mm. And then I started again my quest uh, very seriously in the life after that and I want to know what's happening and within 40 days of his death his uh, his uh, his uh, close friend died first close friend and after 40 days his second uh, uh, his second friend close friend also died so I said, no, oh my God, there's something. I, I need to know what is happening. I have to know why 40 days, what does this mean? And then um, I did graphic design and then I, uh, I started iconography because I cannot go to iconography, uh, only I have to do master's. So I did my master's in graphic design and I started iconography to, to know better about uh, theology and uh, I, I learned everything what the monk uh, learned, everything, theology, religion, and, uh, I, uh, and I went into my journey. And Great I it. Can I, can I ask you just a second? Did, did the experience that you had, the I'll call it a near-death experience, did that experience help you deal better with the loss of your brother? Yes, it helped me a lot because I was comparing uh, myself to him. To him uh, I put myself... Uh, in his place, I felt it's very good where he is going. So why I okay. must not be upset? I was only upset because I miss him, and I cannot sure. uh, think I can uh, keep on without him. And I was uh, also curious why uh, his friends also uh, followed him, and uh, why forty days? Why the forty? What does the forty mean? I need to know. Uh, I wanted to know all these things. Did did you discover a reason for forty? Um, and now, um, now I know that when somebody died uh, dies, uh, he will stay in the on Earth for forty days. After forty days, he will uh, completely. Uh, be out of the earth. He will be in the other dimension. So, uh, so how, that's how why you... our land is 40 days. There's a lot in 
our uh, mountain where I live in the Christian, uh, there's a lot of 40 days, everything 40 days. What led you to that understanding or belief about the 40 days? Did you mean our soul stays here on earth before it goes yes. to heaven? Yes. Okay. So where did that belief come from or understanding come from? Yani, uh, the Lent is 40 days. We, we, uh, we fast uh, 40 days usually. And also when Jesus uh, risen uh, to, uh, to heaven after he died, he stayed with, his, uh, with, with the apostles for 40 days. After 40 days, he was risen uh, to heaven. And that's right. why we fast uh, 40 days. And there's a very, uh, in Christianity, there's a, uh, the, the 40 days is very significant. So, I mean, I'm, I'm Christian also. I, I had just never heard about our soul basically staying on earth for 40 days. Is, is there some place where you read that or learned that or were taught that or is that just something uh, when I was in uh, yeah when I was doing uh, my iconography we took this in theology that uh, the spirit stays 40 days before leaving uh, permanently okay uh, we should we should probably mention for our listeners that you have a PhD in iconography icono- I can't pronounce it. How do you? Iconography. Iconography. Okay. Icon. But you... Yes, I do icons. Okay. And I do it like the ancients in eggs. I, uh, I uh, before um, two thousand years ago, they do the icons with the eggs. They just put the pigments with the eggs because eggs stick very well on uh, on the wood. Okay. So. Uh, Till now, we do them uh, with uh, some of the icons. We do them uh, like the ancient uh, did them. Do do people address you as Doctor Ganem? Ah, uh, no, I never say that. I did PhD in iconography. I don't mention it because uh, nobody is interested. I don't <laughs> mention it because okay. nobody give any give any interest. And there's no work uh, for it. I uh, I only when I did the church of the patriarch, I worked on the vitrail, on the windows and everything. So I painted all the windows of the church, and uh, and I did it in a monastery with monks. The, 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 all the windows of the church. So uh, that's the only time that I worked in. Uh, in this field, but uh, you know, here nowadays, uh, nobody is uh, building churches. There are very few. Okay. Can, can I return, Grace, just to something you mentioned earlier about geometry and math and its relationship to spiritual things? When, when in your life, was that a result of the near-death experience or something else? And how's that related to your spiritual journey? Uh, no, I used to communicate with St. Charbel since I was uh, maybe six years. I always uh, say to him, uh, till now, I, uh, I walk on the street of the United States. 
I say, please, uh, St. Cherbel, if you want me to do this and this and that, I give him uh, something, let me find a coin. So uh, you cannot imagine in uh, five minutes, while I'm going to the supermarket, I'm in the car. Before I get down, I tell him, please, if you want me to do this, let me find the coin. When I say this, uh, maybe 10 coins I find, I always find that the coin of the, 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 the orange one, not the silver, the five cents. The, the penny? The penny. I always mm -hmm. find this. I never found anyone else, any uh, pennies. So I will find uh, sometimes 10. I will find some, sometimes one. I find some, sometimes three. One time I did not find, and I was sure that I have to get this something that I asked him for. I was searching on the floor. I did not find any penny. I told him, why, why, why you don't want me to do this? While I'm paying at the cashier, I found a coin just near where I want to insert my card. I just found a coin, not on the floor, just, oh, my God. I told him, thank you, thank you. And the cashier was looking at me. What's she saying this morning? Uh, I always communicate with them. Sometimes I tell him if I'm not going anywhere, I will tell him, show me, uh, uh, show me numbers. Show me numbers. So I will see numbers. You know, I will see the synchronicity of numbers. One, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. And I decode all these uh, numbers. So I always communicate with, uh, with the higher spirits by asking them and paying attention. The most important is to believe and know they are going to answer me. This is the most important. And the most important to pay attention because they have their own ways to talk with us. They cannot talk with us. They uh, just can show us a number or coins or... Um, but the best way they show us is numbers, always. Can, can you tell me, uh, you mentioned this when we first met, about the numbers that you were seeing which and, and you were leaving uh, was it kuwait or you were leaving dubai to come to the united states and how that influenced you yes the numbers the, till now i'm uh, seeing always uh, synchronicities um and sometimes um sorry maybe you feel it it's not important but uh, when i came to the states i used to have a very toothache very uh, uh, my uh, face was swollen, so and I don't know a dentist here. I don't know anybody. So I went to three dentists. I went to three dentists, and I didn't know which one is a good one. So I prayed, prayed, prayed last um, in the night, and in the morning I said, uh, uh, please. If uh, the last one is good, I felt the last one is good. If the last one is good, you can show me in any way you want. I went to the supermarket also. So, uh, <laughs> yes, the, the, um, the receipt. The receipt came out to be 88 
uh, 2.8848. Yani this is an answer. It's still uh, hanging on my door. Uh, I still <laughs> hanging it on my door. So always I get the signs from them. Always. So what's the meaning of four eights or three eights? Uh, the meaning of four eights, um, you name the eights are. Um, you are on the right track and you are, um, you know, the, the 888 is Saint Charbel between me and my Saint Charbel. Always he, uh, he communicates with me in the eight mostly. So I know okay. that this is, uh, this is the one that I have to choose. Right. What, what are some other numbers that you see and know that they're messages? You know, most of the numbers I see is 111, 222, 333, 444, 555. I rarely see 88 or 99 or 77. 99 is the number of completion. You know, it's, uh, you know, I'm done, everything is completed or a project is completed and I have to start another one. So, and the 222 is... Um, that uh, means is everything is going uh, well, and uh, and I must not. Uh, I have to stop uh, worrying. No worries. Everything will go uh, as it should be. And, and were those uh, were those numbers important to you when you made your decision to come to the United States? Yes, uh, when I wanted to go uh, to come here, and I didn't intend to come here. I was happy in Qatar, and you know, I had a dream job. We used to build uh, man-made islands. We used to build islands, and we built on them mansions, and we sell them uh, to the richest people in the world. Uh, so it was a dream project. I used to do the interior design and. Uh, so it was a it was a dream job. It was really like a dream, and I was not I was not thinking of coming here, and I started uh, seeing five 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 everywhere. I uh, uh, too much uh, five 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 means huge changes. Huge changes are coming ahead. And all of a sudden, my uh, daughter, she was living with me in Qatar. She used to work in Qatar Airways. So uh, she met uh, American, her husband, uh, American doctor in Qatar. He was there. So she met him and they got married. And then, and they were young. And uh, he's still in the med school and... Uh, Oh my God! So uh, I thought, uh, no, I, I have to come here because all my family is here. My mom is in Boston. My sisters, everybody, all my family is here. I was the only one who is with my children in uh, Beirut and Qatar. So I said, uh, what will happen? Um, and then the pandemic came. So I left everything. Everything. 
يعني it was a drastic change from life to another life. I've never I've never dreamt that I will leave Qatar. I left it and I come here. I just came with a suitcase, only my clothes, only uh, I left my house in Qatar. I left my house in Lebanon. I left everything. I did not bring except my suitcase, my my clothes, and that's it. So uh, the 555, uh, that's what happened. I did not uh, realize that this change, it was for me. Okay. Till now, but but you you, it turned out to be a good thing, yes. Yes, uh, I'm <laughs> with my family. I'm with my children. The most important, both my children are here, so okay. uh, I, I'm happy now. <laughs> and the the uh, the numbers, um, the, I, I went and researched a little bit about numer numerology and what the numbers mean from angels. Do you think that those numbers come to you from Saint Charbel or from guardian angels, or does that even matter? From the higher spirits. I know with my with Saint Charbel, I have very uh, strong connection. But from also higher spirits, sometimes I pray to uh, Archangel Michael when I need to express, I will call Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, please, uh, Archangel Gabriel, help me in this. I need, uh, I have a lecture, I have something, please, Archangel Gabriel. When I am in fear, I call uh, Archangel Michael because he's a protection, uh, he's for protection mainly, Archangel Michael. Um, uh, Gabriel, um, uh, is for uh, speech and uh, Daniel in each archangel is uh, is for uh, something okay I have I have read that also so so grace I, I hate to 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 cut this short except that I, I try and keep my interviews you know, about 30 minutes so that people who are out walking their dog or working out can listen to them. Um, I would love to talk to you again, but I want to ask you, is there anything that you want to say to people that listen to this or people that believe in spiritual things and are going through spiritual changes? And is there anything that you want to say to them to, uh, you know, to just to, to wrap up what it is that you've you've gone through, um, you know, always, uh, you know, they must not fear anything. Always, they have to put, you know, this too shall pass. Whatever happens, there's a higher power is always behind us. We have only to uh, believe in them and pay attention. Look for the signs. Everybody, he chooses his sign, and uh, and the higher spirit will accompany you. I, I ask them to please show me with coins. I ask them uh, with the receipt. I and they are always uh, when you ask them, you will find a response. Uh, and also, I as a painter, I'm 
I rely on my higher spirits, but also I rely on Feng Shui. It's very important also. It, uh, you can organize the energy, you can organize the vibration, because uh, life is, uh, uh, is the way how you handle uh, vibration. Because everything is vibration, our health, our body, our uh, the love life, uh, the, the you know, everything uh, physically and mentally depends on vibration. The music, uh, when you hear the music, you feel uh, uplifted. When you see an artwork, you feel uplifted. It's all vibrations. So we have to work on our vibrations and the colors. So uh, the Feng Shui is very important. The art is very important. And when the pandemic was uh, two years ago, uh, I used to paint everything is in green because you will be get healed when you, uh, the corona, you will get healed if you, or you won't catch the corona. You won't be uh, infected in the corona if you have a lot of green and blue around you. Because these two chakras, the blue, the throat, and the heart, and the lungs, are green. So the blue and the green, you will not uh, be infected. No way. that It will protect you, these two colors. So the, the, the colors are very important. The white is for the pituitary gland. The violet is for the pineal gland. But the violet, violet, it must not be applied to the houses. It has to be applied on your clothes because to make a violet uh, wool, it's not good. But uh, the color violet uh, or a chair, a violet chair, is not good at all. You have to wear violet, but not to have it in the house. Uh, so this is affect the pineal gland. The thyroid, you need the blue, a lot of blue. You have to put a blue chair, a blue cushion, a blue, uh, a blue bedroom. So you have, uh, somebody has to know what's wrong uh, with him and he can heal himself by the vibration of colors, by the vibration of how he can place his furniture in the house. This affects a lot our health and well-being and uh, the, men uh, the mental well-being also. Grace, so I, ha I have to, I have so to ask you. So a lot of white, it's not good. Now I'm seeing everybody is uh, using white, 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 black and white in his house. Okay, the black is good for certain things. The white is good for certain things. But we need colors in our life. We need colors for for our glands, for our chakras, for our heart, for our uh, solar plexus. We need colors, and we know we have to know how to uh, place our furniture. Also, this also reflects on everything, on us, uh, on our love life, our uh, harmony. You know. You know, there's a lot of factors that counts. You know, not, of course, with the help of higher spirits. You know, we have combined all this together, and also our names. Our names have vibrations. Our name has. Uh, they have uh, also. Um, you know, Anna, my name is seven. If I calculate G R G plus R plus A plus C plus E. 
Hey, so uh, there's numbers, numerology also uh, for names. You can know if your name is uh, good or, uh, you know, sometimes maybe you have to uh, let them call you by the abbreviation, by, uh, um, you know, you have to work on everything. We have to we have to have another podcast because that is fascinating. Let me just ask you another quick question, though. In your own personal spiritual journey, do you identify with any? I mean, I assume that you were raised uh, Christian in Lebanon, but do you identify now as any particular type of religion? Um, I'm mainly. Uh there's a lot of gods in the in on earth uh, that's what I believe but only one creator one creator which is uh, okay but, uh, but I believe in Jesus and the saints and God my creator okay because um, they have in my journey, and they, I found that they were around me all the time, and they answer me when I ask them. They answer me, but I pay attention and listen and look uh, for signs. I look for signs. That is fascinating. <laughs> can you can you tell me, and I'll put it in the show notes and everything but how our listeners can find you and find the work that you do, your paintings and your architecture. How do they find you? Um, uh, now I'm, uh, my, uh, my website is under construction, but I have an Instagram. So that I have my email on the Instagram account. They can. Uh, what, what's your Instagram? Grace.ganem. Grace.ganem. G H A. Grace.ganem. Okay, that's at, at, on Instagram, yes? On Instagram, okay. yes. I've looked at your paintings on there and they're absolutely beautiful. So Thank you. I will put that also in the show notes. Um, Grace, I'm going to, don't go away, but I'm going to stop our recording right now. And um, just one second. Thank you again so much. It's been so much. Fun Thank you and again for having me. Thank you, Mike. It's been wonderful talking with you. Thank you. And me too. All right. Thank you for joining me today for this interview with Grace Gonham. Hope you enjoyed that. Again, my email is mike at mikenicholas.com and my website is simply mikenicholas.com. And my YouTube channel, where you can see this interview with Grace, is at Mike Nicholas Unleashed. Thanks for listening. If you'd take the time to leave me a rating or review on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you download this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. And I will see you again next Tuesday. Bye bye.